Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to episode 108 of the Enterprise Now podcast where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. In this episode, I talk with Michelle Baker. Michelle is the congruency catalyst and founder and owner of Michelle Baker Enterprises. She has been described as a highly engaging and captivating speaker, empowerment coach, author, and a well-respected teacher of vision. She works with individuals, teams, and organizations, moving them from uncomfortable to uncompromising. We talk about knowing no fear and how to uncondition ourselves from fear. We chat about giving power to belief and creating your future. We also talk about the fact that nothing amazing happens in the comfort zone. All right, let's dig in. All right, Michelle, can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah! Perfect. So the first thing that I always like to do is to extend my gratitude for you taking the time out to talk with us because as a busy professional entrepreneur business owner myself, I understand that there's a hundred things that you could be doing right now, but you decided to spend some time with us. So for that, on behalf of the enterprisers, I say thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for the opportunity to have this conversation. The next thing I like to do right after that is to ask you to tell us about yourself. Now, when I say that, I mean, feel free to go all the way back to the day you were born, or you can start (laughs) more current day. Tell us about yourself. Well, the thing that sticks out the most to me is I was a kid that asked a lot of why questions, which led me to be really curious and really bright at a young age. I had three businesses when I was 13, babysitting, baking, and sewing. And to my fortune, although I didn't feel fortunate at that time, I was raised in a not a very great area. So I made some choices that led me down a path of following people. And I ended up being incarcerated when I was 20 years old. At the time, it felt like the worst thing ever. And I realize now it really put me on a path of never wanting to experience that again and becoming a person of value. That's what I quickly assessed and saw was that people who had value, people who were resourceful, People who were solution-oriented always had opportunities. So that's where it's led me on a path of 
going back to college at 25, uh, being promoted numerous times, always having an abundance of opportunity based on that principle of lead with value, lead with love and leave them feeling valued. Now, talk a little bit more about your business background. You said babysitting, baking, and what was the other thing? Sewing. Sewing. So, so. yeah. So, so at 13, I had a desire to make income for myself. I didn't have, my family didn't have lots of money. So I knew that I baked was something that I favored. I actually used to run like a little small baking business out of my kitchen back when I lived in New York. And early 2000s. And I sewed all the, I could sew until tailoring. It was a a talent that all the women in my family knew how to do at an early age. And babysitting was just when you're in your teens as a girl, that's something that all, almost all teenage girls used to do back then. Not so much anymore, but then yes. Gotcha. Now I want to talk a little bit more. You mentioned you were incarcerated at 20 years old. A lot of people are not, what's the word I'm looking for? liberated enough to really to talk about those types of things. Talk a little bit about that experience and how it's kind of shaped and molded the person you are today. So I was raised in a household of people of faith, Christian, and due to some circumstances that were not favorable to me as a young girl in an environment around alcoholic men, I may, I put me on a path of shame, right? And that shame and sense of worthlessness had me make some choices and follow people. And I chose to not understand my value and made decisions that were counter to my capabilities. And once I spent that time, I knew it was somewhere I didn't want to go. I didn't like the fact that I didn't have freedom. I didn't like being told what to do. I didn't even like nothing against. And I tell people, I don't really believe that anybody's better than anyone. And we all, and I really believe this principle because we all die. We take nothing with us. We're born with nothing and we take nothing with us. So that lets me know that there's an equalizer for all people. But what I realized was that I noticed immediately that the people who didn't go back, didn't experience that, what they call recidivism, constantly going back into the system, were people who found something to do. They had jobs. They were active outside of the circle of which that caught where they were when they went in. So they changed their friends. It's kind of like Jim Rohn says, we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So changing and looking to have a more meaningful life. And now as an adult, what I understand, what I needed was stimulation, which we all actually need. I required something that challenged me in a positive manner. So I've learned to do that. I love to learn. I love to do things I've never done before. I've always experienced that. So, I mean, most people have that same desire. We all want to learn and be better. And when we have a lot of failures, we tend to not do that as much out of fear. Fear of failure, fear of what we're going to look like, fear of what it goes wrong. So how do you get over that fear, right? Because that's a real thing, right? People are sometimes paralyzed by the fear of failure, the fear of what people might say. How do you overcome that fear? So, and understand this, fear is natural. We are not born in fear. Fear is actually a conditioning. And one of the things I tell my clients and I say in my talks is when you learn to walk as a child, you knew you didn't know fear. As a child, as a young toddler, 
you didn't even know you couldn't. So one of the first biggest successes you have as a toddler is learning to walk. And how many times you fall? Think about a baby. No one keeps count of how many times a baby falls. No one even thinks about how long it's going to take the baby to walk. They just believe that that child will walk. I mean, of course, unless it has disabilities, but they believe that child will walk and they actually encourage that child to walk. No matter how many times they fall, they encourage their child to walk. And as soon as they start walking, what do they start telling you to do? They tell you to stop, don't, and no. Stop, don't, and no. So immediately, as soon as you do this amazing thing that you see all these big people around you doing, you've got this sense of capability. You've got this belief that I can do anything. Now everybody tells you to stop, no, and don't. So we're conditioned to be fearful. So the beautiful thing about that is if we're conditioned to be fearful, we can recondition ourselves to be fearless. I'm just taking notes if you notice my fault. (laughs) Oh, no, go ahead. Okay. Wow. That's really good. We are conditioned to be fearful, but we can. Wow. I like that. So your statement that we are conditioned to be fearful, but we can also uncondition ourselves as well, right? Yes. If you had to pick one thing out of everything that you've taught us so far, what would you say your superpower is? My superpower is the gift to give people belief. I have such an incredible faith and belief in the unlimited capacity and abilities of people that I actually transfer it onto almost every person I meet. Let me ask you a question. Sometimes people don't really understand the value of belief or inspiration. If you had to put a dollar value on belief or inspiration, how much would you say that's worth, right? Because it's easy to say, well, a laptop computer is worth $1,200. A microphone is worth $500. But how do you put a value on belief? I would not actually put a value on belief. Belief is priceless. So we cannot create without imagination. And so imagination is that first comprehension that something can be different, right? And once we follow that, then we begin to create in our minds scenarios of how it could be different. For most people, unfortunately, with the negative conditioning, they're using imagination against themselves. They're imagining that it's going to go wrong because it's always gone wrong. They're imagining that they're going to have confrontation because they always have confrontation. They're imagining that things won't go well because someone told them it won't go well, right? So we have a language that has twice as many negative reference words than it does positive words. So we're actually very conditioned to believe in worst case scenario. What I say on, um, I do a Facebook live every day and I tell people at the end, if you're going to make it up because the future hasn't happened. So you're making it up in your mind. You're thinking about it all day long. You're talking to yourself all day long, telling yourself what your future is going to be based on your past. And we've seen time and time again, people who have left their past, they made a clear decision and left their past and changed their life just from a decision, right? And their fortitude and their resourcefulness and their resilience. So we all have that same ability because it's just brain matter. We all have brain matter. We have 100 billion brain cells that we use less than 1% of them in a lifetime. So I kid with people, but I say, I'm on a mission to help as many people as possible fire off as many brain cells as possible. 
If you're going to make it up, make it awesome. Right? We've, you've been making it awful. You know what that's like. Generally, that's why you're talking to me, why you're listening to me, why you follow me, because I'm so positive and you want some of that positivity. So if you're going to make it up, make it awesome. Right? It won't hurt you. You'll end up better. Let's take a quick break from this awesome conversation for a quick message from our sponsor. Seems everyone is podcasting these days. But if you want to do it right and stand out from the crowd, you need to contact Enterprise Now. E-Now Podcast Solutions is second to none in providing best-in-class customer service and delivering top-quality podcast production. Podcast editing can be time-consuming and tedious. You're a podcaster. That's what you do best. Let us do the dirty work for you. Besides, it's what we do best. Then all you have to do is your awesome show. We can help with basic editing, mixing, promotion, delivery, tagging, and pro editing. Whatever you need, we can do it for you. Check us out and see all the ways we can make your podcast sound amazing and professional. Visit enterprise-now.biz slash production. Wow. That's really all I can say to that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's good, good stuff. Those are what what I call golden nuggets. Now, given that, right, if you're going to make it up, make it awesome. Belief is priceless. And we're giving people the gift of belief and we're using imagination for our benefit. How do you describe your top one or two keys to success? The top key that I have for success is vision. So when you, a person that does not have a compelling vision will always reference their past. So the beautiful thing about our brain, which if you, you can read any research on uh, neurotransmitters, the neural pathways, how the brain operates and how much of it we use. I'm not making this up. This is all sourceable information. But the beautiful thing is that technology is created based off of how the brain works. That's why it's so attractive to people, right? That's why we uh, spend so much time on our phones. I was recently at a TED talk and the person did a reference that the average person looks at their phone anywhere between 3,000 to 5,000 times a day, right? And that's the pool of technology. So the vision is what gives our unconscious mind. So our conscious, which we are in now, we're having a conversation consciously, it's 10%. The unconscious, which only works at rest and sleep, does 90% of the work. That's where all your beliefs live. That's where all your habits live. That's where your determination, the fortitude, all the things that help you become successful for the long haul, sustained success, lives within your unconscious mind, that 90%, right? So that's where the vision is. That's where the vision resides. Without a compelling vision, The only thing your brain has to operate on, the only data that our supercomputer between our two ears has is the past. So I clearly say a person who does not declare a compelling future will be defined by their past. Gotcha. So if you had to give one more key to success, what would that be? Um, Habits. 80% of what we do is habit. Create the habits and the habits will give you the results. All right. So we've learned a little bit about you, your story, how you got to where you are, the gift of uh, belief that you're giving people. Tell us a little bit about your business. What is Michelle Baker? What do you do? So my business, I am a vision mastery strategist. And what that basically means is I help people to create those compelling futures 
I am the, basically, we look at each individual and we are in our own biosphere, right? We have our, a belief system that was embedded in us by the time we were seven years old. We're operating off of values and beliefs that no longer serve us. And because we, no one has that conversation about what do you want and how to compare that against what you actually believe and why it's causing you so much frustration and overwhelm. That's where I really sit down and have people press pause, right? You don't need to know everything. Actually, nobody knows everything. So I'm that person who you source when you're really looking to create a compelling vision of your unlimited capabilities for individual teams and organizations. So I actually come in and have assessment tools and we do workshops and to help people create their vision and the values. So it's not just a, like if it's a small business, it's not just something on your wall. It's actually what are the behaviors that look like that support the values, right? So that we can get these results, right? And really having people step out the comfort zone. Nothing amazing happens in the comfort zone. So how do I help you as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, create a compelling vision and then follow it, allow it to lead you and allow it to help you to expand in who you were capable of being. Every individual is so much more than they ever know is possible. And you won't know that until you go outside of that comfort zone, until you go out and see where the magic is. And you're in the magic. I should really have like a golden nugget button that makes a sound <laughs> when people go give golden nuggets because that is absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> So unfortunately, we're wrapping up here, Michelle, but before I let you go, I always like to get a actionable step or tip that the enterprisers can use to improve their lives or businesses today. The actionable tip that I have and I recommend to anyone is to make a date with yourself, write out your legacy. Remember, the unconscious mind needs data. So if you do not pause periodically and give it a new set of data, it's going to reference your past. And then you get stuck in what it used to be. And you'll try to recreate what it used to be and realize this, what you used to do will not take you to a vision that you've never done before. If you're going somewhere you've never gone before, it requires that you create a whole new set of values, standards, and a vision. So I have all my clients write out a 90th birthday celebration or tribute versus writing an obituary. I have them think about when you're 90 and you're sitting there with your husband or wife and your kids and grandkids or great grandkids, whoever's there, what are people saying you accomplished? What did you achieve? What prizes did you want? What notoriety did you create? What did your business, how did it change this landscape of the world or the industry you're in? Write it out and don't hold back anything because your brain is waiting for you to go so far outside of that comfort zone. So it can take you there and create it for you. 90%, remember that, 90% happens in rest. Wow. There's nothing else to say after that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. I don't think people sometimes realize how powerful the mind and belief is. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your perspective and experience and, and knowledge. Oh, and thank you. This is a truly a gift. Anytime I get to share on this, I am honored and it exhilarates me to know that somebody's going to hear it and it's going to make a difference. Absolutely. Now, if people want to reach out to you to learn even more about what you do and maybe how they can work with you, 
How can they do that? So the easiest thing to do is to, you can uh, email me at info at Michelle, that's M-E-S-H-E-L-L, baker.com, and just say you referenced the show, and I'll send you links, or you can go on my website, and there's a free downloadable for you to give you guidance on creating a vision. And if that's something you want to do, you'll start to get connected with that. But I would say if you want to reach out to me personally and have a conversation, just email me and we'll get you some information so we could uh, see how I could be of value to you. Awesome. 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 So again, Michelle, thank you so much for your time and sharing your journey with us. Really, we really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I hope that you found that conversation valuable and that you got all the golden nuggets, inspiration, motivation, and transformation that we intend to give you on a weekly basis. Hey, listen, I need you to go on out to the website, sign up for our mailing list, keep in touch. We want to know that we are adding value to your lives and to your businesses. So the only way to do that is if we're connected and we're communicating with each other. So head out to the website, email me, let me know that what we're doing is adding value to your life and your business, and we'll keep on rocking. Thank you guys so much, and we'll talk with you guys next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.